You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Hi everybody, good afternoon everyone. Yeah, pardon the the lighting, it's not so uh, bright, but uh, I guess this, this will be okay. How's everyone? Welcome to Feast Makati uh, District Feast at Home, and you are tuned in to Feast Tagig. And uh, I'm so excited today because today you're in for a treat. You know, when someone sends you a video and uh, they want you to watch the whole video, they, they tell you to wait to the end, wait till the end, wait till you get to the end. And today I'm going to ask you to wait till you end, till you get to the end because we have a surprise for you and you will really regret it if you miss this, okay? So, um, yeah, I want to say hi to all those who are here for the first time. If you're here for the first time, I need you to uh, say hello. This is my first time, and we're going to uh, um, reach out to you so that you will um, so that you um, will have this experience. We pray that this feast experience for you will be so memorable that it will give you a reason to come back again next week, okay? Now, if you're here, and I want to also welcome those who are here and joining us for for uh, um, for the for, for many, many times already, if you've been joining us for the past weeks, months, years, um, I want to welcome you also. I need you to, again, be active, share, and tag your friends. Share and tag your friends so that they know that we are on today. All right? So that we are on today. Share so that we will get the most out of what we're doing today. Okay? If you are ready and if you're going to stay till the end, say, I'm going to be there. Okay? I'm go- No, no, no. I'm going to be here. Just say, I'm going to be here. I want to see that. I want to see that, okay? I'm going to monitor you, and uh, I can see your comments. Say, say I'm going to be here, okay? I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here, all right? I want to see it. Come on. Come on. Okay, you're going to be there. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Can you just give me one second? Wait, Dad. Oh, just wait. I had to pause today just now. I had to pause because I had to attend to my son. And, uh, you know, one promise that I made really is if it's about my son, if it's about my family, I'm going to pause what I'm doing and I'm going to attend to that. And I just did. Okay. So um, now I will have some peace and quiet. I had to move. Okay. Can I just share this? I had to move because um, Ziki had drum lessons. And I, I was in a room beside the room where he's playing drums. So you're gonna, you, you know, it, it's not gonna be very clear. My setup is there, and I transferred to the office, and I could still hear the drums. So now I'm, I, I went outside. So now you know I'm here. <laughs> um, now you know I'm here, and now you know why the lighting is not good. But 
but no one's stopping the message of God from being proclaimed today. And uh, we're going to start. We're going to continue our series on Side A, Side B. Okay? We're going to continue our series on Side A, Side B. And we're still deep diving into Matthew. We're, we're still doing that right now. And uh, today, I'm going to give you talk four. And uh, it's about saved souls and crazy faith. It's about saved souls and crazy faith. So I want you to join me now in our favorite prayer here, the feast, okay? Um, join me in declaring God's abundance over our lives together. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Together, today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. <laughs> Today, say this, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved. I'm God's servant. I'm God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we pray that you bless us today. We pray, O oh Lord God, that you have your way in us today. We pray that you will speak to us in a personal way, that you will deal with us personally, that your message will be so clear that it will be life-changing. We thank you, God, because you will touch all those who are going to watch this video, all those who are tuned in, all those who are expecting to be touched, all those who are expecting to be blessed. Thank you, Father, because you are faithful in spite of of what's happening in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. All right? Our one big message for today is something that we really need to hear. It's multiply your blessings for others. Usually, we pray for multiplied blessings. Lord, I pray that you just multiply the blessings that we receive. But today, we focus on the other side. It's about multiplying our blessings, not for ourselves, but for other people. Multiplying our blessings, not for ourselves, but for other people. Let me tell you a story. Sometime August 2020, there was an explosion in Beirut. All right, in the middle of the pandemic last year, August 2020, there was an explosion in Beirut. And uh, the governor, uh, the leaders of, of, of Beirut, said that uh, practically about, they, they said that they dis that, dis that explosion destroyed half of the city. <laughs> uh, be because in terms, of, in terms of impact and in terms of what it did, okay, it was so huge that it, it was like an atomic bomb. Okay, when they investigated, the, 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 the explosion came from a, a, a fertilizer company, okay? And they discovered that there was a component in that fertilizer, in, in fertilizer making, that was sitting there for the past six months or six years, if I'm not mistaken. It's just there. It was just there. But... You know, when you make fertilizer, it, 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 you know, no, you, you wait for, uh, uh, you, you kind of ferment it, sediment, et cetera, et cetera. And, and because it was just sitting there, it became very, very, 
dangerous and it actually uh, caused the explosion and it was so huge. I think about 300 people were killed, um, 137 people were killed and uh, 5,000 people were hurt. And uh, why am I sharing that with you? My, my message is that fertilizer, brothers and sisters, if spread evenly, if spread and shared, it's, it's okay. But when you keep it in a place like that fertilizer company in Lebanon, uh, what happens? It becomes dangerous. It explodes. Now, I want to say that. I want to illustrate that because I just want to share with you today, brothers and sisters, that blessings um, are not designed to be kept out, to be kept, but to be scattered. Okay? When God is blessing you, remember that God is not just blessing you for you. God is blessing you because God wants to use you as an instrument of blessing so that you can share it with other people. It's not kept, it, the blessing is not designed to be kept, but to be scattered so that they multiply and bless the world. God needs you. God needs your hands and your feet. God needs you and has given you a gift. Bless the world with it. That's not just for you. Of course, you can enjoy the fruit of the blessing, but it's not just for you because if you keep it, then there's something wrong. Again, blessings are not designed to be kept because when blessings are shared, they become, uh, they become useful, they become relevant, but when blessings are kept to yourself, just to yourself, then it it kind of it, it does not um it does not serve its purpose okay so are you blessed ask yourself how are you blessed selfishness is dangerous when you just think about yourself and no one else if you think about your uh your concerns and your safety and just that you know i don't care about others as long as i am safe i don't care about others as long as i am okay i don't care about others as long as i as i am uh, getting what i want that's 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 bad there's not there's something wrong with that selfishness is dangerous I'm excited to go into the to the reading for today, our scripture for today, because um, this is very controversial. This is very controversial, and uh, you know, I I don't know, but 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 Jesus somehow eventually <laughs> always gets into controversies, and I guess that's his way of disturbing the status quo. And uh, I'm going to read to you verses from our chapters of, from Matthew today. And in these chapters, um, it, it seems like Jesus was rude. Or was he? It seems like he was insensitive. It seems like he really did not care. It just does not align with the image of Jesus that we have. Matthew 13 Verse 20, 15, verse 21 to 23, it reads, Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A gentle Gentile woman who lived there came to him, pleading, 
Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. You have to understand, friends, that during that time, uh, it's, they're, they're very high on who, who are Jews and who are Gentiles. The Jews are the chosen people and they will be saved. The Gentiles, they're second-rate, second-class citizens. So during that time, there was a Gentile who went to Jesus, who was a Jew, asking for Jesus' help. Okay, But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. My goodness. This is really uh, going against the Jesus that I know. Uh, Jesus who is love one another. Uh, they will know that we are Christians by our love. Okay, let's continue. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, the disciples said. They, they, she is bothering us with all her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, <laughs> another, another statement, controversial statement, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. In a way, Jesus was saying, I, I cannot help you. I cannot help you. Sorry, I only serve the Jews. Okay, that was what Jesus was saying. And, and, um, and he continued, And I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come. Uh, okay, okay, this is very, you know, this is very uh, contrast to, to what, what Jesus just said a few chapters earlier. In Matthew 8, it says, And I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from east and west, and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the feast in the kingdom of heaven. But many Israelites, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. What is happening? A few chapters earlier, Jesus was saying that the Gentiles will have a place in the kingdom of God. Today, uh, right now, in this chapter 15, uh, Jesus was saying, no, I cannot serve you. You're a Gentile. I'm a Jew. <laughs> okay. Um, again, goes counter to what we've read. And, uh, but, but, but the, the Gentile woman was relentless. She will not take no for an answer. Listen. But she came and worshipped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. Jesus responded, <laughs> another insult maybe, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. Hey, Jesus was saying, <laughs> it's not right to give food for us children and give it to the dogs. You know, Gentiles during that time, they were actually, they were actually really called dogs. Okay. Um, so, so Jesus, again, can you hear the balut? Listen, listen. Balut. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm here. I'm, I'm here <laughs> outside so you can hear everything that's happening. Um, okay. So, so Jesus said that it, 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 you can't throw it to the dogs. Okay. But, but, but again, the relentless woman, Gentile woman said, she replied, that's true, Lord. That's true, Lord. But even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. And, and can we be relentless like this woman? Okay. And here's what happened finally. 
Jesus said in verse 28, Dear woman, Jesus said to her, Your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. Grabe. Grabe. What a story. What a story. And, and this tells us, okay, I'm going to explain to you what just happened. And this is also a good reminder for us not to take any part of Scripture and take it as it is without studying the context. Okay, you have to understand that Matthew, as a writer, was already trying to uh, to to send out messages, and he was employing different techniques so that the message will be understood clearly. And this particular this particular style, okay, uh, was something that Jesus used, and Matthew understood. Okay, this is called this technique is called prophetic theater this is prophetic theater jesus okay was playing hard to get to spotlight not not for him to be spotlighted he was playing hard to get for the spotlight okay to be turned towards this beautiful unstoppable gentile girl jesus was not being stubborn as one as not being rude but he kept pushing the issue so that the wonderful attitude of this gentile woman will be highlighted and will be put on spotlight because he was trying to tell people now look you all of you jews you have the privilege of being the chosen people but look at this woman how hungry she is look at this woman how desperate she is for god and let me tell you brothers sisters friends that when we are desperate for god for god you know that becomes we become a god magnet because god is looking that looking for that in your hearts how desperate are you Okay, now again, Jesus was playing hard to get so that the spotlight will be torn towards this woman who wanted to grab God's blessings for Israel for herself. Okay, even if she wasn't a Jew. Okay, are we desperate for God? Can we be like this Gentile woman? Hmm? So that's why Jesus spoke like that so that it will be highlighted. And people will see. And eventually after, he can say, look at the faith of this woman. Look at the faith of this woman. Now, this is called, uh, this is a design pattern, okay, that Matthew planted as early as, as, as the start of Matthew when he wrote about the genealogy of Jesus. In the genealogy of Jesus, okay, there were four Gentile women, which was a no-no. If you're going to write something about uh, a religious uh, piece, okay, it was a no-no at that time to include Gentile women, especially in the genealogy of Jesus. But Matthew did it. There were four women, Gentile women, Rahab, there was Bathsheba, there was Tamar, and there was Ruth. Ito yung linya ni Lord. <laughs> In linya ni Lord, my goodness. Um, and, and Matthew was bold enough to say that. It was a design pattern that he put there to send the message again that 
Yes, the Jews are the chosen people, but the love of God, the grace of God, is for Gentiles and Jews alike. Let's go back to the verse in verse 27. It says, she replied, that's true, Lord, but even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. The, the Gentile woman was saying, but Lord, there's so much more for everyone. There's so much more where that came from. And I'm sure there will be scraps and I'd be happy to eat the scraps. If, it, if these are scraps coming from the God of the universe, coming from the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And uh, in verse 37, okay, after, okay, so, so they were talking about, they were having a meal, okay. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven large baskets of leftover food, Somewhere along that story, another multiplication and another feeding of thousands of people, another community pantry took place. In the Gospel of Matthew, it talks, he talks about two instances where there was mass feeding, <laughs> community pantries in action. And uh, when there were 5,000 Jews... Okay, when there were 5,000 Jews, Jews, okay, there were 12 baskets full. The 12 baskets, excuse me, represented the 12 tribes of Israel. And in this story where there was a Gentile woman, okay, there were 4,000 Gentiles that were, that were fed. And there were seven baskets left which represented the seven gentile areas so the 5000 jews there were 12 baskets which represented the 12 tribes of israel the grace of god the love of god the blessings of god the provisions of god is enough they're enough for all the jews the 12 tribes and then in this feeding, where there were 4,000 Gentiles fed, there were seven baskets full, which represented the seven Gentile areas, which also said that, yes, the grace of God, the love of God, the, the blessings of God are for the Jews, but they're for the Gentiles as well. And there's enough because of the seven Gentile areas that the seven baskets represented. Meaning? Jesus' bread for both Jews and Gentiles. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that just so wonderful? The, the bread of God, Jesus, the bread of life, is for both the Gentiles and the Jews. And what does it say? Simply, it just says that Jesus, friends, where, from wherever you are watching, Jesus is for you amen are you still with me are you still with me please uh tell me if you're still with me i want to see again 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 can i see are you with me yes 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 
Are you still with me? Yes. Come on. Come on. All right. All right. Now, I told you to wait till the end. Aha. And now this is for you. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to end my talk here because someone is going to continue the talk. And then someone will pray for you um, after. And after that, we will go into worship. Now, I want you to give the Lord wherever you are. The loudest applause, if you can, or if not, just thank God profusely for this servant of the Lord who will finish this talk today. Brothers and sisters, I give you Brother Bo Sanchez. If there is one word that I will say again and again today, it is the word Thank you, because you prayed for me, and you sent me your love. And I felt it, I received it, I read through the messages, I received the power of your prayer and intercession. And so from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you. I really felt like we were one family. Sure, I was at home, I was lying down in my sweat-soaked bed, you know, trying to breathe and trying to recover from COVID, but you were there beside me. And so I wanna say thank you, God reward you, and God bless you. I wanna link my experience with COVID with my message today. You see, I changed. My COVID experience changed me. The way I look at the world, the way I look at life, the way I look at God, the way I look at myself. And the reason why it changed me, and, and it was cathartic, it, it was amazing. No, I have no time and have no intention of sharing what happened to me and what, you know, that could be for another talk. And yes, I'm writing a book and it's going to come out and I'll sh I love to share what happened to me. But today, I want to share a little bit, a little part of my experience with li which links to our message today. You see, what happened to me, and, and, and the, I think the reason why it transformed me, my COVID experience transformed me, was because this was, I think, one of the first times where I stared at the door of death. Now, you know, yes, the doctor said that I was critical at certain times, but you know, maybe, you know, it was an emotional experience. Three times I hit rock bottom. And so those three times, I was actually asking God, Lord, is this it? Is this the end of my life? Are you going to relocate me to heaven? And I'm fine with that. I was surrendering my life. You know, my, it was like life stripped me of everything, of all the blessings I thought that was essential to me. And... I, I lost my health. I lost my ability to work, ability to write, ability to speak, ability to plan and to communicate and to have meetings and to, it was all gone. And, and when you look at death's door, you're, you're, you're gonna give your loved ones away, you're gonna give your, it, it was a stripping. Now I know that some of you You've experienced this in your life. You've experienced, you know, a heartbreak that was so horrible that it crushed you. you. You experienced letting go of a loved one. You experienced a job loss. You experienced 
bankruptcy, you experienced this and that, and you thought you were losing everything. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and when, you were, when you were giving up everything, and you thought that you were losing all your blessings, you realized that there was this one blessing that you were not losing. And that was what I experienced. While I was giving up everything, what I thought to be foundational blessings that defined who I was, there was this one blessing that I was not losing. And it was my greatest blessing. And His name was Jesus. God was there and God was my greatest blessing and, and He was still in my heart. And you know, the way we hold on to God after a crisis is very different than before the crisis. It's, it's the, the crisis makes us realize that God is our greatest blessing. And so this ties up with our message for today. Because you see, in this amazing story of Matthew, Matthew was declaring Jesus is, the full, full, is fulfilling the, the God's original idea for Israel. You see, when God chose Israel, I'll read to you Genesis 12, when God called Abraham. God said this, I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. That was God's original idea. You know, God blessed Israel to bless even her enemies. Can you believe that? That could be another talk, all right? But hasn't this been God's modus operandi from the very beginning? That He blesses one person so that this one person will bless the world. That's the purpose of blessing. Now, our problem is that we like keeping that blessing, but God's word for you today is multiply your blessing for others. Let me ask you a disturbing question. Are you ready? Are you fighting for others? I didn't ask, are you fighting others? Because a lot of us will say, yes, I'm fighting my boss, my mother-in-law, my husband, my, my sister, and my rude neighbor. And No, that's not the question. The question is, are you fighting for others? Are you living for something bigger than your own wants? Are you dreaming and struggling and working to serve others? Now, face it. Face it. And I, I'm guilty here. Many times we're usually wrapped up in our own little word, worlds, um, worried about our own little problems and preoccupied with our own little hurts. But that's not who you are. You're not designed that way. God designed you and called you for bigger things. And that's why so many people today are miserable because they're not fulfilling their God original design. God will bless you, no doubt about it. But you will, if, if, if you keep those, can I give you another analogy? Um, the egg and the chicken. The, you know, the chicken is so much better because it produces other eggs and it's bigger and it's, it's, it's more, you know, whatever. But, but, but the blessing, the egg is still a blessing. The chicken is a great blessing, but, but the, the egg is a blessing. But it can be so much more. Our, our problem is this. We don't want to let go of the egg. You see, for the egg to become a chicken, it's got to crack open the shell. We don't want that. 
for many of our blessings, we just want to keep it to ourselves. The problem is this, the chick will die inside and becomes a rotten egg. We have many rotten blessings because we have not decided to let go and multiply and bless the world. My dear friend, we've got to be like that Gentile woman who was unstoppable, who pursued the blessing of God. <laughs> That's amazing. But she did not receive scraps. She received so much more that the multitudes were fed. And that is what God wants to do with you. You've got to pursue the blessings of God, but not for you. You've got to pursue the blessings of God with this in mind. I want to bless the multitudes. Are you ready to pray with me? Are you ready to ask God seriously? Like that Gentile woman, I want your blessing. But watch, God, what I'm going to do with the blessing that you will give to me. I'm going to crack it open. I'm going to multiply it. And I'm going to feed the multitudes. I want you to come and pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Just say this after me. Jesus, I am here like an empty vessel. I am so empty because I want you to fill me up. You are my greatest blessing. And even without every other blessing I'm asking for, I have you, I have enough. But I know you want me to bless many people around me. You want to use me. And so I'm saying, yes, I surrender my life to you. Come. I will be like that Gentile woman. I will pursue your blessing. I will be unstoppable. I know that there are people around me that need you. So I receive today every single blessing that you want to give to me and the people that you are sending me to. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph radio.